Everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. I'm sitting here in my studio with comedian Leah Rudick. Hello. Hi. Hi. I meant to add to my intro that she has a special that came out on November 7th. Yeah, you went right spiraling. to spiraling. <laughs> I know. I have been doing this for 45 years. Um, not really, but it feels like, no, it's, I don't know, like thir- 12, 13 years. And in the last six months, Tony, eight months, 18 months. I don't know where you're going with this. Intros? Yes. Oh, it's been longer than that. <laughs> Three years? <laughs> Something Uh-oh. like that. My ability to do intros has... Has, has plummeted? Yes. <laughs> it's It's cratered. It's like, it's like, it's as if one day you went to walk and you just fell. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It's probably just a phase. <laughs> a three-year phase. <laughs> I like your... Cups half full attitude. You got it. Okay, you got so you got the special. You have millions of followers across your social media <laughs> channels. You do characters on TikTok. Um, my mother-in-law is a huge fan. She's the one who initially told me about you. That's she's amazing. Like, do you watch? There's this. She's so funny. She does this character, wealthy woman, and da da da. And she that showed, yeah. And amazing. so, and then uh, when I had the opportunity to have you on the show, I said yes. And it just worked out that Diane Daniels' mother is here and got to meet you. So I feel like we made her dream come true. Oh, I mean, what a joy. It's, <laughs> you, she made me feel like a celebrity. <laughs> well, good. And joining us as well is Tony. Hi. Hi. Now, the last thing the listeners know about you is you were going to do the show and then you felt nauseated and turned red. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't get it out on the show without laughing, and it's happening again. And it's, it, it makes was me weird. seem. It makes me seem like some kind of ghoul. But the fact that you turned red is making me laugh. It just is making me laugh, though. I yeah. I don't know what was up, but I I literally yeah. I just I felt really sick, and I turned to flow, and I was like, because my face felt hot. I was uh-huh. like, do I? Am I red? And she was like, yes, you're super red. I don't know what was up. I didn't, nothing happened. Okay. I ended up like it all just passed. No, I didn't actually, no. I you know some some emergency trips to the bathroom of just in case, but mm. everything was okay. Oh yeah. God. All right. So all the fluids <laughs> stayed. You're welcome for that info. <laughs> all the fluids stayed within your body. Yes, so, in the normal ways. Yes, <laughs> they still got out eventually. But yeah. well, yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm not asking. Like, have you not I, gone to the bathroom? I know. Since? I know. Um. Any suspicious gas or anything? No, no. Not even suspicious gas? No, not suspicious. Had you eaten wow. anything weird? No. No. How curious yeah, all that is. Yeah, but everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Okay, good. So glad. Thank you. That sounds <laughs> scary. Oh, what a Momentarily. Story. Yeah, and what a story it was. What a story. <laughs> I know. I feel like we've all gone on a journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This should probably be a patriot. This should be behind the paywall. Yeah, right. I, I would can't definitely give this, not give this out for yeah. free. Not this yeah. gold. This is yeah. this is good stuff. I feel like I should take advantage of the slight pause that I have created by talking right now 
And you know how at the end, I'm always like, here's my 15 plugs. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should like work in one or two right up here. I'm just trying to think like, what are really, <laughs> what's, yes. what's yes. the most sal- salient thing I need to share with everyone? Get it in. I know, yeah. I'm going to try. So that's going to be the new thing is, is figuring, talking about what you're <laughs> going to plug. Listen, the old thing was me talking about various <laughs> insects that I would find in the studio. So I think this is an evolution. I just, the problem is I was like, got to make sure I mention that. And I, now I just don't know what it was. Is it my newsletter? Maybe. I would like everyone, please. What'd you say? That link tree. That's all you got to do. No, that goes at the end though. Oh, but if I thought I t- that's where everything was. If I t- it is. But if I tell them about the link tree now, they're going to be, they're going to stop listening and they're going to have to go. And then the link tree is like. You know, it's like yeah. a tree, like branch and then more branches and stuff. And before long, they'll be. <sighs> you got to save the link tree for the end. Yeah, I know it's it's too hot. It's too good. It's too good. Have you read Infinite Jest? I've been on page 400 for 20 years of that book. But yeah, I, think I, th- I don't think I ever made it past page four. Yeah. OK, but there's footnotes and stuff. So four is really like it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Anyway, I think Infinite it, I believe it's about a form of entertainment that's like so compelling. Uh huh. And really, it, it was, you know, it predated social media. But anyway, it's as if Infinite Jest is about my link tree. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You, that thing is, I believe in the industry, they call it, or at least they did eight years ago or so, sticky. It's like a sticky app. Sticky. I mean, you get in there and it's like, you're stuck to my links. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check out my, check out my newsletter, please. Uh, alisonrosen.substack.com or you can go to my link tree but I'm not going to tell you anything about that till the very end of the episode okay mm. let's talk about Leah Leah okay so you're from the Midwest I'm from Ohio yeah you have a brother I have two brothers two brothers yeah I'm the middle okay mm-hmm. and I know that you recently did some shows with one of your brothers yes so my younger brother is also a comic um, and he is based in Cincinnati where all of my family lives mm-hmm. and we do a lot of uh, touring together we do a lot of co-headlining um, specifically when the when the shows are like in the Midwest that are, where it's like drivable for him mm-hmm. so um, yeah we, we've been performing together for, for quite a while now and um did some shows over the Thanksgiving holiday um, in Ohio, which were really fun because our whole extended family came out. Oh, how um, was that? It was it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it I was hope, good. I hope they hear this. Uh, yeah, no, they definitely will. Um, no, it was it was good. It was. It's always like a little extra pressure, you know, like not when my parents come because they've they're extremely supportive but when it's like a little bit more for like when the aunts and uncles start mm-hmm. to come out then it's like oh i don't know if they're i don't know how they're gonna feel about some of this stuff but it, it was fun the shows were good what kind of stuff might they have weird feelings about well you know my i sometimes my sometimes i i my stuff is a little on the dirty side or um you know yeah and they're some of them maybe don't like that right but they were fine they were good they were they were troopers Troop, I don't know. Sure. They can <laughs> troopers? be troopers. They really just, you know, gritted it out. They gritted it out. Yeah. I think that's the thing people say. <laughs> it sounded weird when I said it, though. Okay. Um, did you have a podcast with your brother as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or do it, you? Well, it's, we, it, we're on a little bit of a hiatus. Things just got a little, a little busy. So, but I, I think that we'll pick it up again mm-hmm. soon. Um, it's called The Rudics Are Home and it is 
just about uh, siblings that are both touring comedians. And uh, yeah, so we we it's up and and we'll probably pick it up in the next in the next couple months. But your other brother is not involved in the. Comedy He's stuff. not involved. He's an engineer. Um, oh. So my parents have a uh, an engineering firm. They run it together, and my brother is also it's just the three of them in the mm-hmm. business so it's just like half the family is in that business and the other half is uh in comedy in comedy yeah yeah wow so your parents are both engineers my dad is an engineer and my mom runs the like administrative side mm-hmm. so yeah did you ever consider going that direction no it's so similar to comedy yeah i know no <laughs> no i no never not once <laughs> no interest in that at all when did you realize you wanted to do comedy um i I I came up doing theater. So I uh like and I started doing I started doing theater when I was young, when I was like 8 or 9, just like very local like elementary school, nothing nothing serious. Um because I was super I was like a super shy kid mm-hmm. and it was like it was like the one thing that kind of brought me out of my shell. And then I just did that my whole, you know, I did theater in high school and then I went to college. I went to like liberal arts college and I studied theater. What college did you go to? Sarah Lawrence. Okay. Because you said small liberal arts college. First, when you said you had gone to college in New York, I was like, oh, NYU. Yeah. I assumed that. And then you said small liberal arts college and I was trying to think which one is in New York. Yeah. Is it upstate? It's like, um, it's in Yonkers slash Bronxville. It's like a a 30 minute 30 mm-hmm. minute outside the city you can take the metro north up it's really easy right so it's super accessible to the city which was a great way to sort of introduce me to new york and mm-hmm. then like the transition to move there was really easy right yeah. nice did you like it i did yeah i did i actually just was back there uh i just got back yesterday i went back and did uh did like an alumni keynote speech oh how cool it was really fun <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was so cool to be back on campus and to like see some old professors and, Mm. you know, very nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Now, see, you said that meeting my mother-in-law made you feel like a celebrity, but I feel like giving the keynote alumni speech would make you feel like a celebrity also. It did. It it did. I was really stressed out about it. Um, cause it was like a 40 minute talk, uh, 40 minute like speech. And I, you know, and they had had, I was like, I watched some like pr- prior talks and they were like really big, like, you know, um, like big TV producers and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Cause I've, I've had a really, you know, great couple of years. And before that, it was really like a lot of struggling. So mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like a fraud doing <laughs> this. Um, right. but I just, I mean, I just told the story of the past like two decades and I don't know. I think. I think it went over well. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Was it a reunion? It wasn't. No, it was just like a like an alumni event, a, alumni and student event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um story of the past two decades. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um I mean it's just it it's like just I feel like a lot of people's story, which is just a just a struggle to to get by, to break through, you mm-hmm. know. I I was in New York for for like eight years and I've been in LA for the past eight years. And, um, you know, in, in it's just, just the, just like working a bunch of different day jobs and, mm. um, performing and trying to, you know, get like audition and find reps and get reps and, you know, all that stuff. Mm. And, uh, and then things took off during the pandemic cause I got on TikTok. 
<laughs> and it was your brother who recommended it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, it was like he he kept being like, you got to get on TikTok. And I was like, I don't know. Like <laughs> children on there. Um, but I wasn't doing just anything else. Just children doing dances. Just That's what I thought it dances. was for the longest yeah, time. And I was like, too. and I hate real. Now I'm fine with them. But at the beginning, yeah. I was like, I don't like watching them. Why yeah. would I want to go to an app? It's only that. Yeah. And then I, I discovered it's not really that at all. It's, yeah, it's a very specialized algorithm yeah. for whatever you want. It can be anything. Um, yeah. So then I got on there and, and things kind of really took off and, mm. um, it just got a bunch of followers and then it, it allowed. Did, it ha- did that happen quickly? Once it you were on felt, there? it felt very quick because just because I've been doing this for like 18 years. Um, so it, it was over the course of, of a couple years. Um, but it was like there were a couple videos that went sort of like exponentially viral that, so that stuff did feel pretty overnight. Like that happened in the, in the course of a few months and, and then it was like all of a sudden I was just like on tour and like selling out rooms all wow, over the country. all because and, of TikTok. Or did yeah. the reps and things like that come from TikTok? The reps came – well, I, I had I've, I had a manager who remains mm-hmm. – um, who who is like a comedy manager that I signed with before the pandemic who's great. And then, um, and then I – personal appearance agent signed on, you know, as a result of the of the growth. And so it's been like a, I've been booked through through both of those. Did opportunities come to you because of TikTok, or or rather because of the popularity on TikTok, or was it more like you could approach someone and they took you seriously because look at look at all this? It was a little bit of both. Um, it was it was a lot of a lot of th- a lot of things coming my way, mm-hmm. and then I um, at one point I just had a conversation with my manager where I was like this this is like this is happening. And, um, and then he kind of sprung into action and started, Mm -hmm. started booking me dates. And then the agents just, that was like, they came to, they came to us. Right. Um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, so when did you first get on TikTok? Um, the end of 2020. Or early 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the videos that, and you said you had videos that went. the end of 2020. I don't know. It was. Pandemic. It's all. Yeah. You it's saw all how good I am with time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had uh, videos that went viral within the first few months that you were on there? Yes. Uh, yeah. I had a couple of videos that I did where I was, I played my mom, like giving out food, g- like pretending to give food after the like holiday when I come home. Uh-huh. Um, so those went viral. And then, um, but the real viral stuff happened when I started doing the wealthy woman character, which happened maybe a year into me mm-hmm. being on TikTok. So how would you, for someone who hasn't seen um, that character, how would you describe her? Yeah, so it's it's a character who is just this uh, very oblivious, kind of wide-eyed, very rich lady who is talking about experiences. She's having sort of like experiences doing things that are very outside of her own bubble, like going to the laundromat or going camping or going to like restaurants, like going to a drive through going to Cracker Barrel and just like soaking up these experiences that are just very basic, normal, middle-class mm-hmm. life experiences. But she's just like so excited about them. And then this, there's also like very funny commentary yeah. about those experiences, like jokes kind of woven in, I would yeah, say. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I, that's what I try to do. 
<laughs> and is this a character you had did you do characters before tiktok you did because you came up in yeah. improv right i came up doing sketch yeah i was doing sketch that was what i was doing in new york for most of mm-hmm. the time i was there i was working with um my she's my my writing partner my comedy partner katie hartman and we um yeah we had a sketch duo and that's what we but so yeah mm-hmm. my background is very much character based characters yeah so had you done the wealthy woman character no no that just kind of i don't know where it just it came out of one day i was just like oh i was just trying to figure out what a fun thing would be to do and i was like it what about like a rich person who has never gone camping <laughs> like and doesn't even know doesn't even have like the language for what these these like doesn't have frame of reference for these basic things um and then it kind of just snowballed from there mm-hmm. but i think it was you know i i've worked i've had a lot of day jobs working for like wealthy people as like assistants and as you know just like in the in the in the service industry so it mm-hmm. was it's definitely like a character that has lived in my in my brain right what and what are some of the other characters that you like to do um i do this weird love coach character uh, who's just like a total freak who wears this like who has these like really short bangs and these like freak glasses and she just she's just like is gives love advice and it's just really like absurd and kind of gross and fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing this like teenage boy for a while this boy Joey who uh, I don't know just kind of is always like playing with socks in his room <laughs> but like just as sock puppets it's actually uh-huh. like quite innocent but <laughs> How do you feel about people that give love advice, like love coaches and things? Um, I think it's a, I think it's an industry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it's like, um, I think it's, uh, it depends on who the, who the, who the coach is, I guess. I've never hired a love coach. Have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I said it in such a like, but people who do, oh my God, kind of way. I think we're, it sounds as if you and I are both trying to take the judgment out of our voices. Yeah, trying to. I know, exactly. But like, yeah, I think I, no, there I is, mean, some, there no, is some judgment for like, for like life coaches and love mm-hmm. coaches. I think it's easy to judge. Yes. But I don't think there are, I think there are some people who probably do that very right, well and right. who are very, very helpful. But I think it also is some is an industry that is oversaturated with yeah I people mean, who may need life coaches themselves, especially online. Yeah, there's people. There's all you know. There's like therapy and well, I think there's therapy in real life, and then there's like the therapy and the coaching and stuff that you see online, which is its yeah. own separate thing of like some of this is irresponsible what yeah. you're saying. But then also like I also eat it up. Like I totally. love to watch it. Someone totally. who's going to tell me how to do things to make everything easier. Yes, please. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it right. from wherever I can get it. Yeah. Help me. What did, what is your <laughs> algorithm like? What kind of stuff does TikTok think you want to see? Um, right now it's a lot of Taylor Swift. Um a lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of like um, um, Barbara, uh, Barbara, what's her name? Barbara Corcoran. Uh, Barbara, Cor- yeah, Barbara yeah. Corcoran oh, from, from Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like real estate advice. Um, <laughs> Can I tell you a Barbara Corcoran hot tip from when I worked at Time Out New York and I interviewed her before Shark yes. Tank when she was just like, do you you remember how big she was when we lived? So you and I overlapped in New York. That yeah, off air conversation, but um. She was like a, you know, renowned real estate agent yeah. in New York for a long time, perhaps still. Uh, she told me, so what year would this have been? It would have been like 
2006, 2007. She's like, Red Hook. Red Hook is going to blow up. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was not really in a real estate purchasing position. Yeah. When I worked at Time Out in New York and lived with my sister. Sure. But still, it was a hot tip. (laughs) I mean, she's so cool. I feel like I would listen to anything she says. Have you read her book? No. It's good. It's interesting. Um, She talks about when she was interviewing people, maybe to be her assistant or to work for her, she this is devious. She would schedule them all for the to to uh, like schedule all their appointments for the same time, so that when they were in the waiting room, they'd look around and be like, "Oh shit, there's a lot of competition for this job." Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's hardcore. Yeah, that's really intense. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but no. still, I could never do that. I, I'm too much of a. I'm too much of a like. I'd like them to schedule I everyone be, I would on a separate so day. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they don't have to see yeah. what they're. Yeah, I the know. idea that I would cause someone else anxiety just like fills me with so much anxiety. Same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never <laughs> thought of it that way. I always thought of it like I never want to inconvenience or hurt someone, but it's really the idea that I don't want to cause someone anxiety. Yeah, I don't want them to be like. Because I know how I am yeah. in terms of I can go into overdrive trying to decode a situation. Yeah. Um, try to look, what did that mean? And da, da. and so I would never want someone else to be doing that because of something that I did. Totally. Yeah. I'm wired. I think yeah. we're wired the same way. Yeah. yeah. How do you deal with that? Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> therapy and alcohol mm-hmm. and um, just. I don't know. I I, I I wake up in the middle of the night a lot, spiral, spiraling. That's <laughs> yes. why I called my special spiral. Right. Because a lot of it is about all of the anxiety that goes through this. Have you found that being a people pleaser and being someone who worries about your effect on other people, like how does that coincide with um, all the career success you're having right now? Um, it Well, I that's a good question. I think it... Um, I think it 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 makes it hard. It makes it hard because I I'm I'm like getting to a place where I'm I really have to be able to be clear about mm-hmm. what I want and and be able to verbalize that and to um you know make take action and I'm always so afraid of like offending someone or stepping on someone's toes or or making someone feel bad and uh it's it's been it's been tough but it's i feel like i'm i'm making progress mm-hmm. um the number of like pep talks my husband has given me where it's just like we sit down and he's like it's just like you you, just, you know he's he's been amazing <laughs> <laughs> does it come naturally to him he is um he's also a he's also a very like people pleaser but um but less so. I think, mm. you know, being a man, a man. also makes it makes yeah. it easier. Where he there is just you he doesn't have to second guess things in the same way that I do. And I think it is like a gendered thing, you know, where it's just like we'll like work on an email together and he's like, you know, you don't need like take out all of these justs and all of these sorries yeah. and all these excla- exclamation points. <laughs> and I'm like, but I need like a little bit of that. Otherwise they're going to think I'm like a total bitch. And he's like, no. And it's just this, it, you know, my emails have so many, uh, apologetic exclamation points and yeah. they're not really apologetic they're just like look i'm nice <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy it's I, I really am like actively trying to yeah. curb the 
curve the ex the exclamation points. But 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 then if I get some oh, what kills me the most is when someone just writes back okay. Yeah. Tony, don't take that it, see, don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Sometimes you'll do an okay and I don't have a negative reaction to your okay. <laughs> We're talking business. It's not you specifically. Yeah. It's definitely not you specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just in other yeah. it's in other circuit it's in other contexts. Yeah. Just a flat okay. Like, it's terrifying. Was, it's yeah. it's terrifying. Because I hear it like Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's an eye roll with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like it's also like yeah, maybe that is there, but it is it's like training yourself to not care mm-hmm. how other people receive yes. something like that. Like that's their thing, which is like really hard for me. Here here's a um like a word problem for people like you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, so my son is, uh, in occupational therapy and I had told his occupational therapist that we were not available, you know, on this date and on this date, but it was a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. So then yesterday I got a text from her in the morning. Hi, will I be seeing Owen at two o'clock <sighs> now? This is a landmine. <laughs> yeah. You see the problem, right? Yeah. Because if I write back and I say no, then it seems like I'm flaky. I mean, I would never write just write no. Yeah. But if I say like no, as I let you know before, we're not available, then I'm bitchy. Then it sounds very passive aggressive. Yes. Yeah. So finally what I did is <laughs> I said, hi, thanks for checking in. Uh-huh. We're still unavailable. Oh, that's good. I mean, I felt like I threaded the needle, but at the same time, I, and then I had to just go like, I don't need another sentence of trying to make this feel okay for her. Like, yeah. I, I'll, we'll just see what happens. And then yeah. she's like, oh, that's right. I was like, oh, phew. Oh, phew. Oh, thank <laughs> God. I mean, she yeah. said a little more than that, but like everything was, I mean, she did some exclamation points. It was all good. But... <laughs> But it really, like, I really never know on that one where, like, you have actually been clear, but the other yeah. person is confused and you want to let them. It's so tricky. Oh, you don't yeah. want to be, you don't want to make them feel like, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, God, the the lengths and the circles yeah. that we go. Because there was a draft in my mind that's like, just just letting you know that I had mentioned it before because I don't want you to think I'm flaky. I'm like, uh, yeah. It's like too much. Yeah. 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 It's, it's. I I would take a class on this. Yes. I'm sure there is one. Probably on TikTok somewhere. Probably on TikTok. Right. Yeah. Um what's your mom like where all this is concerned? Um she is like me. She's like me. She's she's a she's a pleaser. She's um she she does not want to offend. It's mm-hmm. I, it's a midwestern thing, I think. I mean, it's not just a midwestern thing, right. but like that is it is part of being raised in in that that part of the world as as a woman where you just it's just you just want everyone to think you're nice and polite that is mm-hmm. the that's the most important thing right. yeah but like head and you you had said this a little bit but i'm just kind of going back to this um you know headlining and things like that you do have to communicate clearly yeah what it is you want because you do have people now who are are under you or trying to execute your vision or mm-hmm. whatever like they actually do just want to make you happy and yeah. so because this is that's happened to me in a, in a situation where i didn't communicate 
what I wanted. And then, it, you know, I didn't get what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, now I'm unhappy. Yeah. And the other person wanted to give me what I, you know, yeah, it's hard. It is hard. And it's, it is, it, it for me, it's just like baby steps. Like it, it, it's, and I think I am getting better at it just because, you know, it's little things where like stepping into the role of a headliner it's it's such a mind fuck because you know two years ago I wasn't I wasn't doing that and I was you know I I was because it's like they like people who are featuring for your opening for you want direction from you mm-hmm. and they come into the green room and the first couple times I was like well what do you, like what do you want how much time do you want to do <laughs> what sounds good to you what sounds good to you yeah. and like I I had to have a few people be like no no this is this is your show like you you make the decisions and it was like a real just like realization of okay oh okay i'm just not used to being in positions of of power mm-hmm. so it it was like uh it it took a second yeah um who were I, who were the people who were telling you you get to decide um, you have to decide just like like I had it was a one time it was a friend that mm-hmm. was like uh that was hosting and and I was kind of like eh, he, he was like no Leah come on like this is your show like <laughs> yeah 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 and other times it's just been random it, it like it happened a couple times and one time it was like a woman who was like what do you know I don't know you tell me <laughs> yeah yeah um are many of the people who are coming out to see you now or all like what percentage of them are people who know you from TikTok? Um, all pretty much. I mean, aside from if I go to a club that has their own built in audience. Right. So, um, but a lot, yeah, mostly it's all, I mean, it's, it's TikTok and it's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, has your comedy changed knowing that people are, uh, or rather has your stand-up changed knowing that people are coming because they've seen these characters? Um, not really. No, I, I do that. I, the only thing that I've added is I do the wealthy woman at the end of my sets Mm -hmm. because I feel like people, people want that people are coming for that. And it, I, I've, I, the first few shows I didn't do it and I could feel there was like a disappointment (laughs) and people were like asking for it. I did it like a Q and a at the end of Mm -hmm. one of the shows and people were like, will you please do a wealthy woman? And I was like, I don't, I can't just do it. I don't have them memorized. And then it was like, okay, I have to start doing this yeah. at the end because you got to give them what they want. <laughs> um, but my material is, is um, I haven't, right? no, it's still the, you know, it's just about me and my life. And, um, and I think that's been like, the shows have been great. I think it's, I think it's been cool to see this thing where people come and they, they just know me from one thing and then they see me do this other thing and they, st- they have a great time doing that. And they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're, you're more than just this one character. Right. Right. If you were to guess why people are reacting so strongly to the wealthy woman character, what would you guess is like what they're reacting to? Um, I think the, like the joy of, um, like these, basic things they like like so it's like experiencing things that we all do Mm -hmm. that are basic mundane everyday things through almost through the eyes of like a child of someone who is like experiencing pure delight in in something so like basic and boring as going to the grocery store i think people (laughs) 
I think people really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully they're responding to the the jokes. Right. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think just the like unbridled joy and optimism of of like a person mm-hmm. is, yeah. <clears throat> Do you ever think like, what if I hadn't gotten on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I would, I would be, I think I would just be in the same place I was mm. before the pandemic, which is just, just trucking along, you know, I don't, I, yeah. Yeah. What, um, what kind of, you said you did like a bunch of different jobs. What kind of jobs were you doing? Um, I worked as a server for like eight years in New York. I, that was the job I had there for, for, um, the majority of my time. Where? Uh, at this place called Zampa in the West Village. It's, it closed, mm-hmm. um, shortly after I left. Um, it was this little wine bar, a great place. And it was like a great job to have mm-hmm. for while I was, you know, doing comedy there. Um, and then when I moved to LA, I did catering. I did like fancy catering jobs for a while. And then I worked as a, like an assistant slash babysitter to like this lovely Hollywood family. Um, I worked, I did like closed captioning for the NFL for a while. What was that like? It was boring because I don't like football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, I, didn't, I don't either. Yeah. So it was just like, a. it was from home. So it was easy. Uh, but it was, it was like just captioning like media, you know, just football players talking about, um, the game and they all say the same they all say the same thing mm-hmm. yeah so which is the comment you're you're ca- you're capturing the commentators yeah it is? yeah like are you also describing like any of the action happening on screen um no just i'm just just captioning the, okay yeah 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 so got it yeah yeah do you have to, when you're doing that because when I was when i did all the magazine writing there's a lot of transcription yeah. are you constantly having to like pause or slow it down or did you do you just type along with it or um, how does that work it was yeah it was constantly having to stop and go back and mm-hmm. you know because a lot of it was hard to yeah. hear yeah right yeah that's when you just put unintelligible sounds unintelligible <laughs> yeah, i did a lot of that a lot of unintelligible yeah i i uh this is a bit of a just me or everyone i've talked about it on the show before i like to watch everything with subtitles now i do too really it's a new thing and, okay. I, and it, like whenever i have I'm watching with other people. They're like, mm-hmm. can you turn these subtitles off? Yeah. It's like across the guy's face. And I'm like, no, I yeah. can't. Yeah. I rely on them now. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was just because I got into the terrible habit of eating dinner on the couch. And so you Same. can't hear over chewing. Same. <laughs> yeah. But there is an article that I don't know if it was in Vox. Or I don't know where it was. Um, but it's about how more and more people are needing subtitles because like the the way that volume is on television shows it's not mixed right for dialogue or something like that so it is really yeah this is like a thing it has become more and more difficult to hear dialogue on television shows why would they do that i don't know does it have to do with headphones or like listening to things with airpods may i I think it's, I don't actually know. I think, I don't know if it has to do with surround sound or I don't know if it has to do with like more advanced uh-huh. um, audio systems where it's like they want the, all the different textures to really jump or as opposed to like, you know, like, what's that here, boss? Yeah. I just want to hear the voices. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly what I was doing though, right? No. You had no idea. I know. That was my transatlant- transatlantic talk- talky yeah impression well say here boss <laughs> <laughs> but i don't 
it's say here boys or say here boss. I think it, no one would say boss. I think it should be say here boys. I don't know. You know, back in the day, people knew how to speak. <laughs> they knew how to speak and they knew how to record that speech. That's right. And put it out into our ears. That's right. Anyway, Tony, could you look for, I think it was Vox. And it's like, why does everyone need subtitles or something like that? Okay. I love a subtitle. <gasps> Me too. I know. How does your husband feel about it? He, we're on the same page. You are? Yeah. How about you? <sighs> Uh-oh. I think I'm coming for your husband because you guys are both people pleasers. Yeah. You guys both like subtitles. Yeah. My husband is also like he has anxiety. Social, he can have social anxiety and stuff, but he doesn't like the subtitles. Yeah. I mean. That's it. That's a he'll deal He'll accept them. Yeah. But he doesn't love them. Yeah. Prefers- it's hard when they're right over the faces. I was last night. I, yeah. I got I got home from like a cross-country trip and i was like i'm just gonna watch some gossip girl mm. and those subtitles were right across the faces yeah. and i was like this is this is weird but i'm not gonna take them off how do they who decides where the subtitles this is gonna be a podcast entirely just about subtitles yeah. who decides where they go i don't know but they should go at the bottom yeah always thank you anyone Goss- putting up at yeah. the top what are you doing what the fuck are you doing yeah gossip girl the original because isn't there didn't they remake it Oh, I don't know. I'm just watching it. I'm just like binging it for the first time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't stop. I'm on season three, episode 10. What's happening now? Oh, God. Blair is being so mean. Um, What's happening now? Um, Serena just got involved with Trip, the congressman. Oh, yes. Um, They had the big, it was the Thanksgiving episode where everything kind of exploded. Um, Is that? Aaron Tabit, I don't know how the to actor. Pronounce. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know I don't know anyone's okay. name. Um, I remember Trip. Yeah. yeah, I think that is who that is. Um, and I liked him. I think I can't remember if he's good or bad though. He seems good so far, but who knows? I mean, things Anything. change on, on a, a dime. dime. On a dime. On a dime within an episode of person. Yes. Yeah, I really enjoyed Gossip Girl, but then I know that the fi- the final reveal. And I won't spoil it. Do you know who Gossip Girl well, is? Well, I accidentally Googled it one day. <laughs> I, not accidentally, but I put the wrong thing in the search engine and it came up as Dan being Gossip Girl. And I cannot believe that is true. Don't tell me. I won't. Well, here's the thing. Is it true? That That is my understanding based on pop culture, but uh-huh. I never watched it. Like I never, okay. I didn't stick with it that long. Okay. So the final reveal... I was not there for. Okay. Because, uh, it, it, I mean, it's so many seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I'm going to get there, but I'll yeah. get there. I, be- I know you will. <laughs> I know you can do it. Um, have you found anything yet? Uh, well, the first thing I found was a, a led to a video, and so obviously I didn't do that. Uh, so I tried to find some other stuff. It looks like... Uh, Talking about production can keep a couple of boom mics suspended overhead at all times, but can also rig actor up with few hidden mics. Uh, upshot is the dialogue is almost always gets almost always gets recorded acceptably, but it removes the pressure on performers to deliver their lines with the clarity that they would maybe on stage. Like a uh, sit here, boys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I, uh, I'm only part way through this. Um, is that from Vox? No, the Vox thing just led to a video. Oh. Um, oh there was God. a small article, but then it like led you to the video. So, yeah. Okay. Maybe it was the maybe it was the Atlantic. <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds good. Erudite. Yeah. 
Speaking of, what did you major in at Sarah Lawrence? Well, Sarah Lawrence doesn't have majors. Oh, right. <laughs> do they have grades? No. Well, uh, they do, but you don't see them. Like they they grade you, but you don't get like a report card. It just goes wow. into the records. It's very strange. How, that, it's yeah. not really helpful for if you want like continuing education, if you mm-hmm. want to get a master's or right, something. Right. Like if you get a transcript, is it yeah. just like images? Yeah. I, I got a transcript like years after I graduated. And I was like, oh, I got like a B in this class. I thought I did. It, like it was, I was surprised by some of Because you thought you did better than I thought I did better. Yeah. Were you um, a straight A student kind of person? I was. I was in high school, mm. which is why Sarah Lawrence was good for me because I, I was such a, I was like a perfectionist and I was obsessed with getting perfect grades. So it was, Sarah Lawrence was really good because it's very like you create your own mm-hmm. education and you, you know, you do these like thesis projects every semester that is just like what you're interested in and you don't get grades you just get like written evaluations mm-hmm. um and they have concentrations which are essentially majors right. um so i i studied theater um and then i did i did a bunch of like writing and like literature classes mm-hmm. and stuff like that is sarah lawrence all women it's not it was and then it became co-ed i think in the 70s but mm-hmm. it is major it's uh, when i was there it was i think 70 percent women okay yeah um <laughs> i'm staring at you <laughs> i'm staring at you with this with this expectation that you're looking something up but i don't know if i verbalized that well you you I tried to get atlantic. me to go to the atlantic which yeah. i did i can only see a couple of paragraphs because i don't have an account but it is there there is something but it's from june i don't know what if is, is a new article oh huh? boy uh, I mean, what is it? What's it called? What's the headline? Uh, why is everyone watching TV with subtitles on? It's <laughs> there it is. I just feel a satisfaction over knowing like, that this the thing article is there. It, it, it exists. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that almost specific headline comes up a lot. Like, oh, really? Seems, yeah. So a lot of people are writing about it. it. Seems that way. Yeah. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. Wow. See, you were right. Thank you. Validated. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. Would, would that have been so hard, Tony? <laughs> I didn't know what you were asking. <laughs> See, once again, there we go. Um, how did you meet your husband? Great question. Uh, we met in New York. We um, we originally met. We both were working at restaurants. I was working at uh, Zampa in the West Village, and he was working in a restaurant that was owned by the same called Botino in Chelsea. Um, and I, think I know that one. Yeah, that that one's been it's like mm-hmm. a it's it's like an institution. It's been around forever. Um and we we so we had mutual friends and he would come to my bar after his shift. So I I knew him. We were like acquaintances. And then a few years later, we coincidentally ended up in the same acting class together. And that is when we started dating. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. And is what's he doing now? He is making Amaro. Uh, do you know what Amaro is? It's a like a, it a lic- so- uh, like a spirit. Um, it's a like a digestif. So like something like Aperol or Campari mm-hmm. or um, Fernet. Like it's like an after dinner like right. bitter herbal mm-hmm. um, spirit. Uh, so he uh, he during the during the pandemic he pivoted to making that he was making it out of our house and and then he just like scaled up and he started working out of this distillery and he just launched the company a couple months ago and now it's like out it's in a bunch of stores in LA oh that's and, cool what's yeah. it called it's called Festif Festif yeah so what 
was he a performer for a while? Yeah, yeah. He's he's an actor. He he you know he was in New York acting, um, and he's a filmmaker and a director. We like made a feature together a few years back, and yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, how was it uh, working catering parties and things like that when you first got to LA? Um, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hated it. I hated it because I just, because I just had been like, I'd been waiting tables for so long and I was like, oh God, this is like. Did it feel like a step down? It, it yeah. I mean, it didn't feel like a step down. It just felt like a necessary thing to like make income. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I was, it was all of these very, very fancy like Malibu events. Um you know, it was like serving like turkey burgers to Leonardo DiCaprio, like that kind of thing. And is that like, a real thing? Yeah. And like one time I, I've been thinking about this story a lot because one time I was working an event and Brad Pitt was there mm. and I was, uh, it was my job to pour the waters to make sure the waters kept, stayed full. And mm. they were like, make sure the waters stay full. You got to keep filling up the waters. And, and I was like in Brad Pitt's section and I was so nervous because I just, because it was Brad Pitt. Of course. And I was just focused on the water and he, and then out of the corner of my eye, I was like, he's looking at me like he's watching me. I was like, oh my God, Brad Pitt is <laughs> checking me out. And then I just kept at it. And then a little while later, he like motioned me over and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And he goes, um, he goes, you're so funny. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, he saw like my YouTube videos. He knows my like <laughs> sketch history. He's like, he knows who I am and he's going to like make me a star. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And he was like, the way you pour that water, <laughs> you're so focused. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks. And I, I was, and then I walked away. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot to take in, but still, yeah. He called you over to compliment. He called me over in like a weird, almost backhanded way, but it's not because it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, and my husband was there. That my husband is a bartender, also, Mm -hmm. and so he was working that event too. So I like ran over to him and I told him what was what happened, and he was like, "Okay." But do you feel like Brad Pitt was flirting with you? Like maybe a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I think he was high. Okay. But still, yeah, that doesn't. No, I mean yeah. it was it was a win in my book. Like if your husband hadn't been there, might things have gone? Oh yeah, I would have. I would have just gotten with him. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and the turkey burger like? Uh, it was. Um, it was. I just. He asked me. For, it was like a private event. These like really fancy people. It was like their private house, summer house in Malibu. And he just he just asked me for a turkey burger and I got it for him. And he said, thanks. That was it. It was pretty. It wasn't like the Brad Pitt. Event. Right, right. <laughs> Did you deal with any celebrities who were mean um, or ill behaved? Oh, I'm trying to think. Hmm. There was one guy who was the son of someone really famous, but I can't remember exactly. It was a musician's son who was just like shit faced and was like grabbing women, but I can't remember who it was, mm. but it was someone's very famous someone's son. Someone's Nepo baby. Yeah. 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 I know that's not very exciting to not have any kind of actual details, but I mean, 
it'd be more exciting if we knew. Yeah. 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 So when you got out of this job that you hated, yeah. What was the next thing? Was that when you were like babysitting, personal assisting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna guess you can't tell us who it was because NDA probably right. Yeah, I no, I I can't. But it was they were lovely. Um, and it was it was like a very, it was like a nice job. You know, mm-hmm. it was like it was like hanging out with this cool family. Um, and I really liked the kids, and I really liked the family. But it was just again, it was just doing thing. I was just like running errands for just all over like Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and it was I was just like what am, like what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Like. And it was a job, so it was you know it was good because we needed the money. But yeah. um, I was just, I was just so tired <laughs> of doing, yeah, you know, doing jobs that I didn't want to be doing. And and then like the then the pandemic hit, and I just like had a conversation with my husband where he was like, "You really like, you need to like stop doing this job. It's mm-hmm. like not good for your." Like it was one of those kind of like just there wasn't anything on the other side, but it was just like, you just need to like quit and see what is like mm-hmm. next. Like because not this good is, for your what soul. Yeah. 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 Like, like you need to just like stop this and like become a little vulnerable to the, to the, to the universe. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't say he oh would, God, he would he never use those coach. words. He, he wouldn't say that, but it was, you yeah, know, you it mean. was, yeah, it was that sort of, was that liberating or scary? Both. It was both. It was both. It was, um, it was scary because also because I'm really afraid to quit things mm-hmm. because because of that people pleaser thing. Like I'm so afraid to let people down. So having to like leave and, 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 you know, it, communicate that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I did, I, you know, when I did, it was like, Oh, all of this other stuff happened. Right. That's so, so great. Yeah. So, um, back to TikTok. Or Instagram, actually. Are you able to monetize just from being on there? Or is it from like opportunities that come from that? I um, I was able to. For a while, they had these bonus programs mm. that they've discontinued or changed um, where you could hit certain milestones every month. And you of would, views? Of views, yeah, per video. And uh, you could make... Like I was, I was making a decent amount of money mm-hmm. for a while there, and now I have it on TikTok. I, I I'm able to monetize, and also on Facebook, but mm-hmm. not on Instagram anymore. The right. majority of my income now comes from touring. Got it. Yeah. Do you like touring? I do. Yeah, I really do. I'm not like I'm not. I mean, it's been a crazy year of just traveling nonstop, so it it's been like exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like amazing. It's been awesome just to like go to all these different cities and like meet all these people and um and have crowds that and have, know you have crowds. And it's your work. so different from like my years of just performing for random people and having to like prove yourself over and over again. Mm-hmm. Being able to like go into a room full of people who are excited for you to be there already and like already on your side. It's just like s- such a treat. Yeah. 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 It really is. It's been awesome. That's great. Yeah. I think we should do Just Me or Everyone. Um, yes. This is the site. And I know that you read the email because you were a straight A student. And I, I love that. I, I did. I love that because you have no idea how many people come in and they're like, oh, uh, what? Oh, no. I do my assignments. Yeah. So I feel good about that. <laughs> um, we have a song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought. 
thought or done Is it just me or everyone? All right. Do you happen to have a just me or everyone? I do. Um, so I, this, I do this thing that, um, whenever I hear someone, when I'm driving and someone honks, I always assume they're honking at me. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. Um, I don't think it's everyone. No. I'm trying to think if it's me. It is not always me. Sometimes I think I have almost... Um, this like reactionary I always assume it's me it's never me thing so they actually could be honking at me and I'd just be like oblivious okay sometimes I'm late to realize yeah okay like I went to this horrendous summer camp for six days it was the worst six days of my life when I was 10 it involved a lot of horseback riding I don't hate horseback riding I just hated my experience at this camp and I remember some like teenager counselor person yelling at me like terrible cutting in that was terrible cutting in like i didn't i don't i didn't i didn't observe proper horse protocol that i didn't know for like getting into the line i don't know is it my fault is it the horse's fault i don't know but i i was just like wow someone's getting their ass reamed right now and then it's like oh shit it's it's me yeah (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize it was me (laughs) I mean that's ridiculous. Well, sucks for them. Yeah. Thank you. I thought so. I was ten. Yeah, you were ten. A break. What's wrong with that guy? I don't. Know. I he had been there for too long. He was jaded. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> he'd lost the passion. Once the burnout sets in from being yeah. a, a counselor at a horse camp, yeah, you can't get it. back. You can't get it back. Mm-mm. That's it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, Tony, where are you and the honking? I have a degree of that. I, I definitely will look and make sure that like, yeah and, or like immediately like yeah think like did i do something what but I, yeah. I feel like i'm extremely i'm like a little too aware of my surroundings mm. sometimes i think so i i usually feel confident enough that i didn't but there that's is good. there's a little bit of of that, that that's happens. good i'm uh, like oblivious all the time and also <laughs> like my biggest fear is like getting in trouble so oh, that no, is i'm with you on that okay so yeah. so i'm just like oh did i do something wrong am i yeah. am i in trouble like yep. that's sort of my like uh the like thought that is have you been running. pulled over before um just like once um once yeah what what had what why? i was i was driving home late from um i was it was this was like probably like 10 years ago and i was driving home late from this like sh- shoot that i was on i was shooting this like horror film and and it was like in the woods and i was like Mm. looking at the map and it was these windy roads and this cop pulled me over and he thought that i was like driving drunk because i was like looking at the map but he you know he he realized that i wasn't and then he just let Let me let me on my way because i'm you know a nice white lady (laughs) (laughs) sad but it's true Yeah, yeah um where are you guys with hearing an ambulance because this causes me anxiety. Probably not as much anxiety as the people involved in whatever causing their the need for an ambulance. <laughs> I'm not trying to center myself here. However, this is one of those situations where, like, I want to do right by society and pull to the right. Uh-huh. However, if the ambulance is far away and going a different way, then I don't want to, like, cause a... a line you know a 
the cars to need to buy. I, I don't. I never know what to do. Yeah. I'm always afraid I'm in the way of the ambulance. Yeah. But I also don't know when to be pulling over. What's your ambulance attack plan? I think I wait to know if they're trying to get by me. I think that I'm so like coming from New York where mm-hmm. nobody moves for <laughs> emergency vehicles, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like nobody that you nobody moves or you it's so right. hard to move. Did you drive in New York? A little bit. Yeah. I didn't have a car, but like I would I feel like I was I had rental cars mm-hmm. a lot and stuff like that. Um so I feel like I could be better. Like I yeah. I wait and see if they're if they're coming my way. And right. Then move. Maybe that's what we're supposed to do, Tony. Yeah, kind of the same. I kind of wait it out a little bit and see how close they're getting to me. Or if other people are ahead of me or already yeah. pulling over, then I'll I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I won't feel bad about my because that's pretty much what I do too. But mm-hmm. I feel like but I know I'm supposed to be pulling over. That's always the yeah. what what yeah. my brain thinks. Um I always think I'm doing everything wrong on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I I not the road, just just life. in life. Just life. Yeah, that's, I know. That's yeah. Me, yeah. Yeah. But imagine if we didn't. Imagine if we just had the confidence that other people have of like, I feel like you could do whatever you want. That would you could be walk so into nice. stores and just take things. Not really, but I yeah. mean, I don't know. Yeah. This actually just came up. Who was I talking to? Um, oh, I was talking to Todd Perry on, here's a plug, which you can find in my link tree, on Allison and Todd After Hours, uh, the show we do on Patreon. Um. So I was going to therapy and I parked uh, kind of far away because I couldn't find a parking space closer. And it was on a residential street. And the house that I was parked in front of was so beautiful, the way they had their yard and their fence and all of it. And I really wanted to take like a a picture for inspiration. But I felt like I don't want to be that weirdo who's standing. And I couldn't get a good one from inside my car. So I just didn't take a picture. But I because I couldn't be that person standing outside their house taking a picture of their house because I felt uh-huh. like that's too weird seeming. <laughs> yeah. Would you have been able to? No. Okay. I would not have. But then I thought, you know, again, the privilege. But as just a woman standing outside the house taking a picture, probably they would have just been like, oh, she likes our yard. Yeah. Nobody would have. It's not like some cared. weird, creepy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just felt like it seems creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't have done it either. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Do you happen to have a hey, go fuck yourself? (laughs) Well, yeah. So I, and this is maybe getting into, uh, this is so, uh, I know that people talk about this all the time, but because I've been traveling, I've been traveling so much, I've been on so many planes this year that I feel like I have a lot of fury towards like airplane stuff now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that like, I lately I've been getting so angry at people on planes who don't understand middle seat etiquette of like if you are if you sit in the middle seat you get both of the armrests and the number of times that I have had a middle seat and it's always men who just take the armrests if they're on the aisle or the window that makes me so mad (laughs) yeah but what but uh, oh wait a minute there's something we'd play oh hey 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 go fuck yourself to the men who take your armrest to the men but um 
And I don't mean this in an accusatory way, but why are you in middle seats? Well, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not usually, but there's been a few instances where like my flight, I've had to like change my flight Mm -hmm. or like get onto a different flight at the last minute and there's just no other choice. Mm. (sighs) I'm sorry. And also people who put the seat back. I don't think people should do that. I agree. Because like, what is it? Do you do that? It's it's but are you even more comfortable yes i am (laughs) it's so little i don't think minimal i'm i'm a little i'm taller so i don't like it's for people who have long like it there's not it just is like ah ah so i was not aware until some years ago but well into my flying adult life Uh that people weren't that there was a whole movement yeah about let's not lean our chairs back. I didn't yeah. realize that I was like being a person, yeah. a bad person. That's okay. And I still feel somewhat justified in doing it because it's like, the, I'm sorry, the airplane offers this. We just have to all do it. Yeah. And then everyone, you know. Yeah. I think that it's justified if it's um like a long haul flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if it's a short flight, it's I'm the air. It's the airline's fault, though. Right. They should. They should. There are some like the the discount airlines don't even have that option, which I think is better. Mm-hmm. Or they should just give you more leg room. I yes. sound so hacky talking about airplane <laughs> stuff, but it's just all I can think about these days. No, I understand. <laughs> it's gotten <laughs> truly terrible. It like, has. It's, yeah, it's unacceptable. Yeah, like I truly like that sounds extreme, but like I truly find it unacceptable. It's like flying like, in general. Well, just how the way, yeah, the way it the, is, like, it should be it a great thing, and it's just I awful. Know. It's awful. Yeah, it Unless destroys you... my back every time now because mm-hmm. I get so shrugged up because I'm trying to stay yeah. out of everybody's way. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what it felt like, like before 9/11, in the in the heyday of flying, what mm-hmm. it was like, and how much better it was. Yeah, I think I wasn't could, like, really aware. You could walk. People you, could take people you to, could take meet you, you the, at the gate. Yeah. yeah. And you could bring water on board. You could bring water through security. <laughs> mm-hmm. Liquids. You could keep your shoes on. Keep your shoes as on. As many, as much gel as you wanted. All of the hair gel that you want. <laughs> ounces and ounces That's of kind of, hair I can't gel. even remember a time where there were no limits on toiletries in your carry-on. You could probably bring like a full-size Pantene. Yeah. Right? That's you how could. it was. Yeah. You could. But you can bring a knife on, right? No, I guess you can't. No. What can you? I feel like you can bring. You can bring a nail clipper. Yeah, you could bring scissors, probably. <laughs> can you? I don't know. I, don't know, know. I doubt it. I don't know. I, I hope don't know not. If you can yeah? There's no need for full size scissors on board. No. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a pain in the ass, and it also takes forever. Yeah, yeah. Not not into it. But you know what I am into finding out product picks from yes. guests on this podcast tony do you happen to have a drop podcast pals product picks <laughs> all right tell me some of your favorite things okay um well i wrote a couple yes i wrote a couple down i love that because i i like assignments so i um because i've been traveling so much i've been really into tr- travel size things mm-hmm. like travel size beauty products that i can yes, take please. like moisturizing stuff because it's so dehydrating mm-hmm. and drying to travel so there's a few things that i found that i really love um the first thing is um this really lovely toner called indie lee 
It's like COQ10 Mm -hmm. and it feels so nice. It's so hydrating. It comes in these like cute little bottles that you can just stick in your carry on and you can spritz like after a flight, Mm -hmm. you spritz like after you wash your face. It smells so nice. It's so soft. Does it, what does it smell like? Cause I have an indie, an indie Lee, indie Lee, um, cleanser that smells like strawberries. Oh, it doesn't smell like strawberries. It just smells like very clean. Um, very like clean and. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, And the other thing is this moisture mask. It's called Alchemy Forever Brightening Moisture Mask Mm -hmm. that it comes in like a great sample size and you can can sleep in it and it doesn't – because when – Does it feel like a moisturizer when you put it on? It it like it it first it looks like a mask and Mm -hmm. but then it like goes into your skin so it is just like a moisturizer so you can like sleep with it and it doesn't get like greasy or anything Mm -hmm. and it makes you like you wake up and your skin is so like moist and I want that I want that radiance. Do you have to wash it off or is it just like yeah you just rinse it off yeah yeah Um, and then a lip mask Mm -hmm. that I love. I just discovered that lip masks are a thing. Yeah. I really I'm all like about the Laneige. Tatcha. The Laneige is, I haven't tried the Laneige, but that's well, what I. Okay. I have become, I'm a real Laneige girly. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. I have two of the overnight, uh, overnight masks, and then I have two of the glowy lip balms, and I like them a lot. And I pretty, I'll wear it not overnight, I'll wear it during the day. Yeah. Um, I do too because I have such chapped lips. Yeah, but I don't know really that it's like the most moisturizing thing for my lips ever. I think it's because I'm putting it on so much because I just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I like the feel of it and it's not like annoyingly sticky or annoyingly anything. But quite possibly, I guess where all this is going is quite possibly Tatcha is like more effective. I don't know. It's probably the same, honestly. Yeah. I just like how it feels. Mm-hmm. It feels very, yeah. Now, so it's a Tatcha overnight lip mask? It No, it's just a Tatcha. I, 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 I put it on before bed, but I mm-hmm. also put it on throughout the day. Okay. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Tatcha lip mask. Uh, Tatcha something kitschy lip mask or something, okay. I want to say. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I have any Tatcha stuff, but I always hear how great it is. Yeah. This was my first Tatcha product and I love it. You'll never forget. Uh, you'll never forget your, your first, first Tatcha. tatcha. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Anything else? Um, the other thing that I love that I have gotten really into is the, oh, I really like Glossier products mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so the boy brow is like, I cannot go without it. I need to get some more now. Is that in your brows right now? It is, but it's like I'm. It's just the dregs, so there's yes. not very much of it. I need okay. to. I need to re up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like it because it's like they have the like auburn shade that right. like works great with me. Great. Yeah. Boy brow. You know, I received so Glossier was a sponsor a while ago, and I received a boy brow, and I cannot find it. Oh no. Yeah. I oh, need no. to find because I because lately it. I've been like I need to find it. Yeah. It's somewhere. Yeah. So I will find it. I will The other thing that yeah. I like that I like in general that I've been getting into are the like glowy like and Glossier has one it's called like glow. It's just like a like a shiny sort of Is it a glotion? Of, it's like a glotion. That's not what it's called, but yeah, yeah. and it, uh they have it's like a glow there's the other one that's drops. like the drops the mm-hmm. glow recipe like yeah. that all the like little tweens use mm-hmm. I, I love it it makes you it makes you so shiny i just try one of those have you tried um do you use super goop at all uh no 
Okay. I haven't used it. So do you know Supergoop mm-hmm. though? It's they make sunscreen. I don't know if yeah. they make other stuff, but sunscreen. And they have something called glow screen. Uh-huh. Um, which when Robin were you here when Robin Shore was on and she had just come back from I think Hawaii and Joel Stein and I were going on and on about oh, yeah. her complexion, how she looked like 70s Cheryl Teagues. Mm-hmm. And she had used glow screen. Oh. Um, and I have a sample of it, but I'm afraid of stuff that's like so shiny, sheeny. Yeah. Cause I'm, um, you like, I'm, I've just, it's, I'm just mad. I'm You're a mad person. You're a mad girl. I always girly. have been. I've kind of, I'm going a little more in the direction of Dewey. Yeah. But, um, and I'm liking it even, but I just have always been like it. Has, your skin has to be matte. That's how it goes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But one is, of these days I will scary. bust into my sample. It is scary to dip your toe into the glowy. Uh, yeah. But you're doing it. I'm doing it, and I'm liking it. Mm. I do that, and I do the um the the Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter, which oh, I love. My goodness, I love it. I also have a sample of that. <laughs> um, I really, but you know, the problem with the sample is you get the coolest samples. Well. I think it's because I bought it at like Sephora and you can choose your samples. Oh, yeah. That thing at the end, you know. But honestly, and this is ridiculous, once you open a sample, then you can't close it again. Yeah. So then it's like the clock's ticking. You really, it's like one use, two two uses. So I've really been saving it for when I really need it. Yeah. Uh, So you, the flawless filter, that that has color. It also has a little glow. Yeah, it has color. Um, and do you put that under a foundation or that is foundation? I put it on top and Ooh. I just use like a t- I I just use like a tinted moisturizer mm-hmm. and then I put that on top of that. What kind of tinted moisturizer do you the use? The Laura Mercier. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which I love. It's very light. Back to this flawless filter though. Do you is it do you find that it's blurring? I'm realizing this is yeah. real gal chat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. No apology no, necessary. She didn't mean it that way. She meant it this way. Gal chat. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. A, um Sorry, did you say there is a blurring effect or no? I think there there is a okay. blurring effect. Yeah, it's it's great, and it 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 does the glowy thing too, though. So I don't mm. know if you'll like it if you don't if right. you don't if you want to stay away from the glow. It it makes you glow. I don't want it'll make you shimmer. I don't want to want to stay away from the glow. Is the thing yeah. like? And I think it's like buildable. Like you yeah. could put as little or okay. as much as you want. I don't know. I, this is all I'm. Uh, this is all things I've learned in the past year on TikTok. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I everything I learn about every appearance these yeah. days is from TikTok. Yeah. Uh I attempted to model my eye makeup based on an Angelina Jolie filter. Wow. Yeah. Your eye makeup looks great. Thank you. It's yeah. all because I took a pic I used the filter, took a picture of myself, and then I'm like, I gotta try to redo that. Um I don't know. But yeah, everything every, like I went out and bought a neck cream because I saw a woman on TikTok talking about it. Like, I am so impressionable. Me too. I bought like all the castor oil stuff. Did you? Did does you fall into that grow? castor oil? They what say, it? yeah, it okay. makes your hair grow. It's supposed to like, it, it does everything. It it does. It, there's nothing it doesn't do. Is it, it? Isn't it? Wasn't it originally like to make you poop? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, yeah, someone I follow was saying that they like, I think they brush it on their eyebrows. Yeah, it makes your hair. Yeah. So it really works. Well, I don't know. I I did it for like a couple days and then I fell off. So I, yeah. Yeah. All these things apparently need consistency. Yeah. And there's also the rosemary oil everyone was talking about. Is that for hair? I think it's for hair growth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't tried that either. Okay. 
But wait, why did you fall off? Did was it? Did it feel weird? Did you not like it? Or just the? Yeah. It. Well. Uh. I. I don't know. I. I. It's. It. Well. It's. It's like really thick. It's like it really, is. It feels kind of gross to me. I imagined it's, it was a liquid. It is, but it's super. It's like a super thick oil, and I just don't really like how it feels yeah. in my hands. Um. Is it like viscous? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> viscous just means thick right yes but thick and stick and sticky kind of yeah like it is goopy like if you had it between your fingers then you pull oh you know what is uh fucking viscous excuse my language is snail mucin <laughs> okay that i've I never tried, tried either and i can't get past everyone i've talked about it on the show or in my newsletter I forget where I talked about it. Oh, no, it was on Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of the important places I frequent. Uh, in a story. And so many people recommend it. It's like their skin has never looked better. But I just the snail of it all, I can't get past. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, I your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. Now, is this curl natural? Is this... I put a little... Be- is it a beach waver? I put a little curl in it. I did a little curling iron. Just a just a regular old curling iron. Regular curling iron. Okay. Although I, I blow dry my hair with a like a Revlon airbrush. Oh yes, another thing that I love. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Right. I've uh, heard about these. Yeah. And then I the, the and I it's I washed it a couple days ago, so I just okay. did a little curl. Have you now? I've been ser- been being served. I have been served. I got served. There's so many ads for the Beach Waver coming up on my TikTok. Oh, okay. Is um, that one of those like multi? Like- no, it's not like the Dyson Air Blade or whatever. Uh-huh. No, it is a curling iron, but you like it has a tiny little clamp at the bottom, so the clamp doesn't get in the way of your hair wrapping around it. But you press a button and it winds for you. Oh, yeah, I've and it can wind that. in either direction. And my first reaction is, but why is that? Why why can't people turn their own arm? Yeah. Maybe it's because it can go in either direction. I don't know. I don't. I'm not quite sure what's so great about it, but people swear by people it. People love it. Are yeah. you Are you gonna do it? No, because I don't wear my hair curly. Yeah. Um. I mean, but I have been tempted. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm so tempted by so yeah. many things. Tony, are you not even on TikTok, or are you? Mm-mm. You're not. No. Do you watch reels? Are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram. Um. I'll peek at them occasionally, but not yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. I've really just been trying to not look at my phone as much. That's so days. good. So good. That is so good. Didn't I feel like a while ago we shared our screen time reports mm-hmm. and yours was like two hours or something. Oh my God. It's gotten pretty, it, I mean, it depends if I'm home for a while, but if, like if I'm on tour or whatever, it's through the roof. But um, when I'm home, it's, I've got, there was a week I got it below an hour a day and I was, I couldn't believe it. Wow. Was yeah. your mental health so much better that week? <sighs> You know, I, I I wish I could say that it helps more than it does. Mm-hmm. I think it helps a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was like too noticeable of a okay. difference, if I'm being honest. Well, yeah. that makes me feel great. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were miserable before we had phones. Yes. <laughs> In many ways, phones make everything better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Leah, thank you so much. Thank for you. For coming on, for sharing you, for sharing your products. Oh, it was my and pleasure. all of that. Uh, please tell everyone where they can find your special and find you. Yes. So my special is out um, on many different platforms. Platform. It's out on, wow. <laughs> my special is out on many different platforms. It's on uh, Apple TV, Amazon, Google Play, 
wherever you like to watch your things. Um, my, you can also find all the information on my social media. My Instagram is at Leah underscore Rudick and my TikTok is at Leah Rudick. Um, and all my tour dates are on my website, leahrudick.com backslash tour. Wonderful. Thank you. Tony, what about you? Uh, Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And uh, yeah, Motion City Soundtrack tour dates on the East Coast and Midwest in January. Wonderful. And I remembered the thing that I was like, I should mention this at the top of the show. And I cannot believe that I forgot, but I've saved the best for last, you guys. My book, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me, has been re-released for the five-year anniversary with new material and new illustrations by Daniel. New material by me, new illustrations by Daniel. And that just came out and just got re-released. Nice. I didn't know So, that. yeah, I know. I was. Re- I don't know why I was so quiet about it. I think because it's like, it's not a new book, right. but it is new material. Yeah. And I thought, wow, I haven't written in a long time. Will I be able to? And then I did. And I'm really happy with how it all turned out. Um, yeah. And there will be a book reading signing at some point. I, we got to like figure out where where to do that and such. Um, but you can get, if you go to my website, on there's on the sidebar, there's a picture of the book. And I think it says like buy the book or something like that. Click on that and that'll take you. Uh, to, you know, the page on Amazon where you can get it. And uh, for everything else, Patreon, all sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. Patreon! Friend zones are up, guys. So many friend zones, my bonus podcast. Uh, and merch and all that stuff. To get to all of that, just go to my link tree. There it is. <laughs> uh, and... That is in uh, my my bio on Instagram. So you can either look, you can Google Linktree, Alice Rose. <laughs> I can't. I can't just trust. I cannot trust that they'll find it on their own. If you need me to come to your house and type it into your phone, I'm available for that. There's probably a certain Patreon tier where I will I'll come to your house and I'll find it for you. Um. Oh, fuck. But for them to get to that tier, they have to be able to find my Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, yeah. So or- <laughs> it's, not, it's not just the intros you've lost the ability for. <laughs> it's the outros. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? See